Hey tryhards, it's me, Ethan here. Uh, just want to let you know before we jump into today's episode, there is a special announcement toward the end. So if you're normally a person who doesn't stick around for uh, more than half the episode, please stay tuned to the very end. It's very special. I've been working on it for a couple months now, uh, and I'm very excited to share it with you all. So stay tuned. Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories, the true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I am Ethan Heelan, and this week I have another podcast host on. Uh, I think this is the first time it's ever happened, so please give a warm welcome to Rachel Fox. Rachel, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, not, it's going pretty good. Um, so listeners, today Rachel and I are going to be discussing hobbies and how that can have a positive impact on your mental health. So Rachel, can you start off with uh, some of the hobbies that you currently enjoy right now? So one of my biggest hobbies is dance. I love the fact that you can express your emotions and your feelings in a way that doesn't require you to have to talk to people because a lot of the time when you talk to people, they try to give input or provide advice and sometimes that's just not what you want to hear. And I think with dance, you can move and get all of those feelings out without needing to have that interaction. Hmm. Yeah. Dance. I only, <laughs> I only dance when I'm by myself. I embarrass myself when I'm in front of other people. Like I, I mean, I mean, you can say that, but sometimes the best time to express yourself with dance is when you're alone because there's no one around to judge you. So I think you're free to kind of be exactly who you are in that moment without the fear of someone judging you. So has, has dance been like your like main source of creative output? Yeah, I think, Thinking back through life, dance was definitely the a big one. Um, I mean, I danced at a studio, so it was a, like a lot of group dancing, so it wasn't quite the exact emotional outlet that I was just talking about. But there have been moments when I've been alone in my house and I've just really felt the vibe of a song. And that's usually when I'll listen to it on repeat and certain moments I'll just like have this one movement that I've associated and it just happens every time I listen. And sometimes you get a full dance out of it and you keep building and keep adding and sometimes you get a 30 second little piece of choreography that you perform once and that's it. So how how has dance and some of the other hobbies that you've participated in helped with your own 
helped with your mental health and how to keep yourself mentally healthy? So with dance in particular, it helps you tell a story. And it's a way to tell stories without words. Because sometimes, depending on your feelings, you don't have the words to describe it. And when you can put on a song that expresses heartbreak or anger or even happiness, you have that then that outlet to throw your arms in the air or kick the floor or scream without actually making noise. And for a lot of people, that can be super therapeutic. For me, I love watching people who have these stories to tell through dance. And if I, it makes me feel what they're feeling. And sometimes that is more powerful because you can tell someone, yeah, I had this really bad day and try to talk to them and they may not have necessarily experienced that themselves. So they can sympathize, but they might not empathize. With dance, mm -hmm. if your storytelling is such that you can move an audience to feel exactly what you're feeling, even if it's only one other person, then I think that is so extremely powerful in helping understand what people are going through. Mm-hmm, definitely. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you have a podcast as well, uh, Unapologetic, which you have with your with your best friend. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so we started this podcast really as a way for us to keep in touch with each other. She lives in New Jersey, she's been going to school in Florida, and I live in Maryland. So it's very difficult for us to see each other on a regular basis. But with this podcast, we have decided that it's going to be a way for us to keep in touch with each other. And it's also a way for us to kind of just t show people that we love life and we are human and we're to quote the title, unapologetic about it. We have word flubs, we have speaking mistakes, we sometimes jump around, like from, we started a story, we go off on a 30 minute tangent and come back to the original topic and we're not sorry about it. It's just a way for us to show people that it's okay to not be perfect. And I think there's so much of a thought that, especially with mediums like this, where you can... Yeah. Like, I was I was going to say, like, it's just, it's human to have, like, word flubs or, like, um, or filler words or other things mm -hmm. like that. So it's, like, you know, the, the ums and the uhs and the you knows, like, I, I do that. And, you know, when, when you allow, like, yourself to be, to be human and to, you know, express that, see, there I go, I did it just now. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I keep my editing to as minimal as possible, partially because 
you know, it takes a while, but also because I want people to know that I have a, that I am human, that I'm not trying to put myself, um, above anybody else. And when you allow that, that I think is a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. It definitely helps people relate to you. Um, especially in this world of media where you can edit out flubs and you can re-record and put out something that you're proud of, which is great. But sometimes people might look at it and think that you're just like that all the time. And there's so much more that you don't right. see. And that's that's one of the things that I really want to get at on my show is like, what are we not seeing like, I, I hear the analogy all the time of, like, we have mm-hmm. the masks that we put on, like, in public. Like, we're, like, when we're at work or when we're at school or when we're, when we're in places where we feel like we need to put up barriers. I know I definitely do just because of my personality. I have, you know, the Ethan in public mask and that comes off when I go home. And sometimes it's not pretty when that mask comes off, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when, um, when, when I've had a bad day and I've been putting up with people, it just absolutely devastates the whole, it, it just brings everybody else in the room down. Like when that, when that mask comes off, it just, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make people's day any better, which, you know, which stinks, but yeah. So Rachel, what are some hobbies that you want to take up, but haven't, or other people are doing that you want to do? So one of the big ones that I have kind of had kind of been bitten by this bug is painting. I think that painting is something that you can just be in your by yourself in a room and just put something on a page. It can be something that you wanted to do based off of a reference. It can just be throwing colors on a print and seeing what comes out of it. But I think that being able to have a physical medium representation of your feelings or just thoughts is so powerful. And my grandmother has actually been painting for a really long time. And she says it's one of the ways that she is able to relax or if she's feeling upset, she can just sit down at a painting and resume where she left off and it just takes her mind off things. I think she paints with two other women and they put music on and just sit in a room and they just paint. And if they talk to each other, great. If they don't, it's just the three of them enjoying each other's company while painting. And that's something that I would love to start but I just don't have the time or the resources to get into it right now. I think that's what holds a lot of people back from pursuing new hobbies 
is money. Mm-hmm. Like when I wanted to start this podcast, I knew I wanted. I knew I wanted to do it. I had my ideas. I had. Well, that, that's really all I had at the time was my ideas, and I wanted quality equipment so that way I could put it out and give people the best thing that I could. And that's what really held me back. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, I've I've moved on. Like I have, I have equipment that's good that I can use. But one thing that um, our friends Katrina and Rachel from Perspective Z taught me is that you don't need the best equipment to like make a difference. Like what matters is what you put out for sure. I mean, because that's really what that, you know, that's why people are there. Like they're, they're there to listen to you. They, I mean, yeah, it's not going to be pretty at first, like whatever start, whatever you're starting at, you're not going to stay there. Mm-hmm. You can always upgrade, but it's, but that's something that I that I struggle with personally. I like making things perfect the first time so I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I'm coming to realize as I get older that that's not always going to be the case. Like, it's going to start out this way, but, you know, by the end of, you know, the next three months, the next six months, the next year, it could be completely different. Yeah. And that's something that my friend and I try to show with our show. Like, we don't go in usually with any sort of script or any sort of plan. We might say, hey, do you want to talk about this one topic or these three topics? And then we'll end up on a tangent two turns past Mars. And we're just like, well, this happened. And that's just how life is. We just You just have to learn to roll with it. And... You can't control every little detail. And I think a lot of people get too, a lot really wrapped up in that. And I think something that I love about your podcast is that you're showing people it's okay to not be okay. That's definitely been like a, a mantra of mine, especially when I was creating this. Because as I talked about with a past guest Casey Winters that it's not normally males who are really comfortable talking about their mental health because I know at least I was I wanted to look like I had it all put together even though I didn't mm-hmm. and you know it's it's kind of against those older values of not wanting to be vulnerable, unfortunately. So, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole deal. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Hey, tryhards, it's me, your boy, Eddie Groom, Ethan, back at you again with another ad read. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm not that cool. Um... So, I haven't done this in a couple weeks, but just to let you all know, uh, this week's episode of True Stories of a Tryhard is sponsored by Audible. Audible is your number one source for audiobooks online, as well as original content. 
Uh, they have some great titles out there, like Ready Player One by Ernest Klein, or The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, or Ranger's Apprentice, which I really loved as a kid. But uh, you can get a free book by going to audible.com slash true stories of a tryhard to get a free audiobook on me. So go ahead and click that link down there if you want your free audiobook today. And now back to the show. So what is something that you do as a hobby or something that you want to get into that helps you handle when you're feeling anxious or stressed or upset? Well, it's not something that I want it's not something I want to get into the first time. It's something I want to get back into. Um, so, Rachel and listeners, for those who don't know, I'm an Eagle Scout, as I've mentioned, I think, before. Um, and as part of that, as part of the whole Boy Scout stuff, I went camping a lot. I went camping once a month for, you know, seven or eight years. And, you know, being outside and being with you know other people your age that you genuinely enjoy their company and also being able to connect with nature in that way is just magical to me and I want to get back into it but you know as I've gotten older I've gotten busier and I have to be more intentional about what I want to do and when I want to do it so it's that's something that I want to get back into at some point in time. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part about the camping itself? My favorite part about the camping was the people I did it with. It didn't really matter where we went. As long as I went there with my friends. And that's really all that I cared about, like, you know, is, is Mark coming? Yeah, sweet. I'll tent with him. Or, you know, is, is Connor coming? Yeah, awesome. But, you know, it doesn't matter where we went as long as I had my friends around me and we could still mess around and do dumb stuff in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went camping once with my family. It was my mom, my aunt, my cousins, and my sister. And... We were probably 10 or so at the time. We were on the younger side. And this was back before cell phones. So we had to interact with each other. We had to interact with the nature. And we vi- I mean, we did bring our video camera. So we did film it because it was our first time camping. But we, you know, the tent didn't go up the right way the first time. Because we had never put up a tent. So... We have it on video of us reading that our tent should be freestanding and it's laying flat on the ground. And that was just the funniest experience for us. And eventually we did get the tent up and, but we had like the campfire and we had stories and just being with these people, my family, who I've grown up with, and we're all really close. It was just an amazing experience. And that was... So I totally get that. Yeah, and that was kind of my... That was kind of what this podcast was based... was um, The base it was built on, because 
my friends and I, when we were around the fire or when we were in our tents together or we were out hiking in the woods, that's when we would ask all the deep questions. That's when we would really get to know each other. And that's kind of the format that I want to adopt here. So Mm -hmm. that way, like, I want people to feel comfortable enough that they can share things that they may not otherwise want to. Because I've had guests turn me down because they don't feel comfortable talking about their own mental health, which is unfortunate, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I completely understand. Yeah. And you are doing a great job. Like There have been episodes, like the episode you did about test anxiety, that related to me so well. I have the worst test anxiety. And I remember sitting listening to that episode going, yes, me too, and just feeling so validated with it. And it's like that thing you hear about in like school when you have a question, but you're afraid to ask it. And then somebody else asks it, or you decide to take the leap and ask it. And five other people are like, yeah, I had that same question, but nobody asked it because we didn't want to seem dumb or just like we didn't understand what was going on really you never know what other people are thinking until you step up and make that first move or ask that question and that's what I love about your podcast you are getting people who are comfortable enough to explain who they are and how they feel and it's really resonating with people and it's validating everything that people are feeling. You have no idea how happy I am that you said that. I'm... All I really care about is that my message reaches as many people as possible because, as I've said before, my generation, Generation Z, is the most stressed generation out of all of them that have come before. So having... Somewhere you can go, even if even if it's not a physical place, that you can feel how you felt. Like, where people can feel validated, like their feelings are important and they are valued. And there are other people who feel the same way. That, that's what I want. Because not everybody has that. And I want to give people that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me. The True Stories of a Tryhard Patreon page is now live. So, for those who choose to support me monetarily, I am supportive and thankful for that. As of right now, I believe I have... A $1 tier, a $5 tier, a $10 tier, and a $20 tier. And there will be more content coming to those channels in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, in addition to listening to this podcast, I want people to be able to gather in a place where they can share these deeper things or just make new friends 
because we're all in this together, as the song goes. And having a community of people, even if you don't all live in the same place, is very important. So, that's my announcement for this week. Thank that's you. That's awesome. Congrats. I'm looking forward to see where that goes. There's a lot of fun projects that I'm working on currently that will be accessible to those who donate. Any sneak peeks as to what's coming? or? So, th- this is all that I will say about that. Um, my cousin... Liam, who I've brought up on here before, is basically my brother. He is a film major and has written a bunch of um, screenplays that um, we're going to eventually adapt into um, kind of an audio drama, and I will be narrating them. So that will be um, that'll be available at the twenty dollar tier if you choose to do that that's really exciting as far as the frequency of that i don't know he and i are still getting some details ironed out but you know just look just look for that in the coming weeks that'll be really exciting so rachel we are getting somewhat close to wrap up time is there something else you want to share with our listeners that maybe they haven't heard maybe a word of encouragement or just uh, some kind words or anything like that when it comes to how you handle your stress your anxiety however whatever you have and the hobbies you use to to do that it does not matter if people think it is useless, a waste of time, or something that they don't understand. If it makes you happy and it helps you cope and it helps you move on, keep at it. Don't give up. It does not matter what other people think as long as you are able to take care of you. That is all that matters. Thank you, Rachel. And thank you, listeners, for listening again to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. Those are zeros and the e's are threes. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at True Stories Pod. Rachel, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at simplyfox. And if you want to follow along my podcast, Unapologetic. It is at Unapologetic Pod on Twitter. The L is a one. All right. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off. Mm-hmm.